Alan Mead is a dentist with too much time on his hands and too much recording equipment in his basement. Armed with an obsession to bring entertaining and informative content to the dental world in a way that's never been done before, I give you the Alan Mead Experience. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Alan Mead Experience. I'm your host, Alan Mead. I'm a dentist, podcaster, and lawn maintenance guy. Uh, I'd like to introduce my co-host today. Uh, if you've been around the dental hacks at all, if you've been around dental podcasting at all, you know this guy. He's like the biggest and best in dental podcasting. Also, co-host of the Voices of Dentistry meeting for two years running, Dr. Mark Costas. Mark, how are you doing? Dr. Alan Mead, thank you for having me today, my friend. And biggest and best, I don't know about that. I've been trying to chase the dental hacks my entire podcasting career here. I don't know, so man. If you go thrilled. on iTunes, if you go on iTunes and you search dental, there's one name that comes up first all the time, and it happens to be you on the Dentalpreneur podcast. So, woohoo! Yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> it's you and Howard and us are the top three typically. And well, how cool is that? How it, cool is that 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 we're in the top three? I know. I don't, right? I don't even care what order I'm in. If I'm with Howard and you, I, that's yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I kind of feel the same way. It's like, and I honest to God have no idea how iTunes, I used to actually try and figure out how iTunes work. I have no idea. Like I know that, <laughs> I know that for instance, they haven't updated, they haven't updated like, um, God, what is it? Like if you go in medicine, like the very front page in medicine, like when you yeah. get down into medicine, they, they have not updated the quote unquote, what's hot for more than a year and a half. And guess whose <laughs> podcast was lucky enough to be smack in the middle of what's hot when they stopped updating? That is us. We we have wow. you see Jason in my face on what's hot. It's I've never been called hot in my entire life, but we are <laughs> we like they stopped updating what's hot like a year and a half ago. And also they also have like a, a new and noteworthy, which was always the big thing you wanted to get. They stopped updating that too. And so dentist implants and worms is still new and noteworthy after a year and a half. I love oh, wow. That. Yeah, they, those guys are brand new. Yeah, it's just like, it's like you've never even heard <laughs> of them. Dr. Justin exactly. Moody. I, I, just, right. I just laugh. So iTunes, I've, I probably shouldn't even try and figure them out, but there you have it. So yeah, you are, yeah, you I mean, are the top dog in iTunes, I'm telling you. They do update, oh. um, they do seem to update episodes at a time, and you typically are, are running the board on the, on the episodes when you Google dental too. Tells you mm-hmm. I have no life that I, I search these things, but... <laughs> I've never looked at any of these things that you're looking at. Oh, you're at, so but... good. I, I like. I'm proud to know you for saying just that. I'm such a I'm such a numbers freak about this stuff. And the other thing is, is they mean nothing. They don't mean anything. But I right. like I like to wave them around, but they really don't mean anything. I mean, downloads. Well, you know, mean I mean, if but... you're if you're yeah, downloads is big. If you're if you're selling ad spots, which yeah. I do a little bit of, only when people approach me and I'm already using their product or their service, then I'll then I'll sell an ad spot. But if you're selling ad spots, that's I guess some of the some of the uh, leverage that you have when when you're trying yeah. to negotiate a yeah. for spot. Speaking of ad spots, the Alan Mead Experience <laughs> is brought to you this and every episode by Premier Dental Products. Inspiring Solutions for Daily Dentistry, which, by the way, I heard one of your recent episodes. You had the CEO, Dr. Julie Charleston, on your show. So she's she's very charming. What a what a nice lady she's awesome. She is. You know, the company blows my mind how the, how forward thinking they are. First off, they also supported the Voices of Dentistry meeting last year, like like sight unseen. 
Like, they came on after pretty late in the game. I, I think I contacted them, letting them know about the meeting. And they're like, dude, we're in. We're in. They didn't have a booth or anything. They just sent some people to check it out. It was a blast. I mean, that's really forward thinking of a company, realizing that podcasting is sort of an up-and-coming media. And lo and behold, there they were. So that was really cool. Yeah, so I was I – was, uh... I, I loosely follow Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you follow Gary V at all? I, on a, I, I pick him up now and again, but I don't. I don't follow him closely. Why would you see? I, I, he, I think he's. I think he's great. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, I so love he's how much. He, honestly, build. I love how much he curses. I love that. Oh, every other word. It's it's his filler word. The f word is his yeah, filler word. Totally. You know, like instead of um and uh, yeah. like we do. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. The f word is his filler word. But you know, I was listening to. He has a podcast, a, a seven day a week podcast, and it's 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 really just his YouTube channel that's chopped up into yep. little pieces. And he hires a guy literally to follow him around. From uh, he's with him twenty four hours a day from from the time he wakes up until the time he goes to sleep. The guy's name is D Rock, and he films everything that comes out of this guy's mouth. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but anyway, he, uh, if someone had to do that for me, I can't tell you how boring it would be. It'd be so boring. You're going (laughs) pee again. (laughs) Yeah. I take it. It'd be so, so boring. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. So, you know, he's on planes and trains and automobiles. He's, he speaks all over the place. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so he's just like a podcaster, YouTube guy. He built his parents, um, his wine, wine, wine business. Uh, yeah. Online. Uh, so he built he built it to like a sixty million dollar company, mm-hmm. and he's built his online media agency. Now he's got big clients like Nike and 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 you know Hewlett Packard, legit you know Fortune five hundred companies mm-hmm. that pay him to do their social media marketing, et cetera, online marketing. But he was saying that this is the age of the influencer, and like it or not, you and you and I, Alan, just because we have a podcast, are influencers, and he's encouraging these big companies to find out who these influencer influencers are and advertise in their space, YouTube channels, podcasts, even blog posts. So he is kind of the main influencer right now in the online space. And he's kind of pushing these bigger, um, these bigger sponsors to, to shows like ours. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I, I will tell you that we have burnt down a couple of businesses just by mentioning them. You know, we had a, a insurance verification company. We mentioned their name one time, and they had to they had to shut down for thirty <laughs> days and hire twenty five new people because the people that listen to shows like this are very self selected and uh-huh. they take they take action. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Um, <laughs> there's not enough BioClear classes out there for the people that want to take them. That is, oh, that yeah. is, that is, and that may have been a problem before us too. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna claim that. But I mean, I'm a huge fan. I use them all the time. I think they're great. And the story is, there's literally that much need for it. And they don't. There's only enough Dave Clark to go around, right? So it's, it's kind of a, it's, it is interesting. I do think that, I do think that it, that influencer thing. But, but I mean, it actually starts with me in Dentaltown. Back when I started on Dentaltown. Everything I do in my practice, the way I do things right now, almost all of it was influenced at some point or another by by stuff I heard on Dentaltown. You know, really, it, that's so interesting. I never really, I never really latched onto it. Howard's a good friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we've he's we've been on each other's podcasts. I've been you know to his office several times, but I've just never been that guy. And the the, the small toe dips that I took into Dentaltown, people were. People were kind of mean, mm-hmm. so it turned me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that was maybe that was just my. I, well, here's the you thing, know, random, too. I, I agree, and I also chance. feel like everyone. I say this as someone who's trying to get people to download my podcast, so take it take it with a grain of salt. But everyone was selling something after a while. Like if, yeah. if you were on Dental Town long enough, you got it had to have some kind of product or course you were selling, which is which is you know what 
I think probably dentists are entrepreneurial in spirit. It's a, but but I think a lot of times that strikes you me almost as like a Tupperware sales thing because you've got a, you've got an audience that's already there and you're trying to throw it at them. Like I said, I've, and of course in my signature on Dental Town, I'm, I plug the podcast. I don't go on all that often, but um, when back in the day, like when I honestly about 2002, 2003. I was on that as much or more as I am on Facebook now. I mean, I was on all the time. And so a lot of the clinical stuff that I do now is very influenced by people who were telling me that it worked. You know, basically you find someone that, that seems like they're doing stuff like you do it or that that looks at things the same way you do. And, and it's easy to say, okay, well, I want to try what they're doing because maybe this is going to work for me. And so that, like, changed a lot of – the first influencer I had was my dad because I was working with him. You know, he was mm-hmm. – he was I was an associate, so, of course, I used what he had because that's what, that's what I had. Well, then I, I bought so, a practice soon after that and, and was influenced a lot by, by the Dentaltown folks. And so I started doing sort of the things they did. I, I'm, so clearly I'm, I'm a giant sheep and I follow everyone. That's what it comes down to. Well, were you more of a fly on the wall or were you a participator in these threads? Oh, I was in on it. I was in on okay. it. Like I was, okay. There was a time when, when I was considered a quote-unquote golden fingers. Uh, I have a lot of posts, but you'll notice that there's I, – I mean, you know, in its heyday, I was there – all over the place. I went to multiple. The, the only times I've ever been to Las Vegas were dental town meetings. I think I went two or three times. And um, sure. So, I mean, it's been, yeah, it's been a huge influencer in my life, just less so. And I think it isn't that I can handle some of that. Like, okay. So I, I got beat up real bad back in, I don't know. Some of the listeners may remember this. There was a, there was a guy, a troll. Uh, I, and I have no idea. He, he went under the name Balut or Mahar Laika or something like that. And, and he railed on me and started, because I was pretty open about my background with addiction and, and substance use and stuff like that, and I was I was a little closer to when I was in trouble then. But I was I was always I'd always been clean and sober even on uh, when I was on Dentaltown. And this guy was really beating me up. He was he didn't know anything about me, but he was saying things in in hopes of getting me upset. And honestly, I had a surprisingly mature outlook on him ripping on me. But what was amazing about it is how many people who literally were just my internet friends on Dentaltown. Wow, they they stood up for me. They had no reason to because they didn't really know me except from what I was on Dentaltown. But wow, I mean, it was it was like wow, they beat the trolls down, all this stuff, and all of a sudden I realized these are these are real friends. You know, I, I may not have ever met them in person, but these are real friends, and that has stayed through. You know, in in some ways, the, the podcast community has been the same way. The only the only way I've met half my podcasting friends is you know, Voices of Dentistry. Like I, I've. You know, I've only met you at Voice of Dentistry. I've only met Justin at Voice of Dentistry. You know, it, it's just sort of like you have this internet life and then you have chances uh, to meet people in real life. It's just been – so I, you get to meet your influencers. When I went to the Dentaltown meeting, it was like everyone that I recognized was a rock star. It was hard to believe that they actually existed, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that unfortunately is kind of prevalent in – Internet stuff in general and mm-hmm. all chat rooms are going to have trolls and, mm-hmm. and, you know, with social media, people have trolls and people are just just mean and cowardly, I think, and would say things online that they clearly wouldn't say to somebody's face or, you know, ever have any kind of personal conflict. Yeah. Internet falls. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, and to your second point. Yeah. What a what a trip last year that, yeah. you know, I met so many people at the Voices of Dentistry that I had been following forever and that were internet friends and podcast friends. And, uh, that was, that was a trip for me, that, that event. And I think that made that very first one kind of special for me. I, 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 I agree. I agree. I mean, let's, we might as well just jump right into it. So, uh, listen, people, if you've not bought your ticket for voices of dentistry, 
2018, which is going to be in Scottsdale at the Doubletree Resort on January 26th and 27th. Just do it now. I mean, when this goes out, I'm assuming it's going to be before September 18th. 300 bucks off the price before September 18th. You're crazy if you don't take 300 bucks off. It's, I mean, it's cheap at $897, yes. For the amount of CE, you get 16 hours of CE. Plus, you get to meet and potentially be on the podcasts that you listen to all the time. Like, there's going to yeah. be tons of podcasting. There's, we have an amazing speaker lineup, but it's like basically $897 for 16 hours of CE plus like the social event of the year because you get to meet all these people that like live in your head. <laughs> so it's, oh my gosh, you're nuts yeah. if you don't sign up for it. Voicesofdentistry.com, go sign up for it. Mark is going to be there. I'm going to be there. Jason's going to be there. Justin Moody and company are going to be there. We are the hosts this year. We're sort of running it down, but we've got, we're going to, you're going to be seeing tons of other podcasters. And then we've got a speaker lineup where, where, how would you describe the way we, we chose our speakers as podcasters and people maybe that hang out in the podcasting universe. Would you say that's a, a good description? Yeah, I would say influencers, frequent guests on podcasts and clinical and business and social media experts. I, I, I mean, just about any type of it's kind of a, it's, it's a wide could, variety yeah. of topics. Yeah, it's a wide variety. It is any any topic that you are particularly interested in and focused upon in, in dentistry will be covered. It's going to split. Uh, it's going to well. split between clinical business, but but also like you said, there's a fair amount of social media and and uh, but more than that, like it's not just the speakers. It's also uh, we we struggle with this because <laughs> I want to tell you to see every speaker, but also make sure you're there for all the different podcasts that are going to be recorded there. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. you can't you can't be everywhere is what it comes down to. Yeah, so I'm going to be I'm going to be chilling in the podcast lounge as much as possible, but I'm going to dork out too and see as many of the speakers as I can. We have several speakers that are going to be speaking simultaneously, which there's just no other way around yeah, it unless yeah, you're going to have yeah. a week-long meeting. Yeah. So we're going to have and it, it, this is so cool. You haven't seen the venue yet, Alan. I was it, it's so cool. So the the side stage is actually like in a circus tent outside and the front oh, uh, get out of here. breeding area is a, is a is a lawn. It's so awesome. So nice. The main stage area is awesome, and then you go outside to the side stage, and that is awesome. The, the acoustics and everything are cool. Then we have a podcast lounge where everybody that is a podcaster that we that has made the list will be set up with their recording equipment, and we're going to be encouraging them to interview guests mm -hmm. and the speakers and each other, and it's going to be very, very cool. Um, if you guys didn't make it last year, this year is going to be bigger and better, but last year was incredible as well. What's funny about this is, okay, so if you ha if you didn't experience it, when you hear us say, oh, yeah, the podcasters are going to be there and they're going to be doing – they're going to be podcasting, that sounds like nothing. Like, honestly, it sounds like, so, so what? They're going to be recording. The thing about it is I don't even know how to describe it without, without experiencing it. But if you want to hear someone who didn't – who also had no idea what to expect from there and then experienced it, you need to listen to, um, you need to, listen to Mark's episode that was recently released with um, Dr. Larkin. You talked to Dr. Tom Larkin. And he yeah. talks a lot about a, a lot about how unexpected, like like he did not know what to expect, and he he dragged Doctor Bale of the Bale and Donine technique, you know, in here. <laughs> he had no idea. He's like, oh, I, I was hoping it wasn't gonna be like a regular. And of course, I remember, like I ran into him the, the second morning, and I said, "Okay, we got you light." I mean, it, and I have to say that I I'd love to say that it was we planned it this way. We didn't. We didn't plan it this way. It just sort of happened this way, but. Uh, yeah. We set him up, and and once everyone saw that that he was interviewing, I have to say Justin Moody and the dental guys basically invented this meeting out of whole cloth. We had great ideas, but they actually did it the way that we kind of ex um, 
they came in big time. The dental guys came in with a huge uh, uh, recording setup, and Justin had like the fireball station and the and you know the headsets. So what happens is people that come to this meeting can experience podcasts being made. There's tons of good information to be given, but also if you if you have the slightest inkling of being involved, there's tons of roundtable podcasts that are happening. So if you've ever wanted to be on a podcast, it's a great opportunity. For sure you're going to be on one because the podcasters are basically looking at this as an opportunity to put together content that they can bank up for a while. Um, I know I am. So that's it's just it's it's no one the no other meeting does this. I mean, I know that the Dental Town last Dental Town meeting they tried to do this and they had some room for podcasters and there were there were some of that. But I mean, this we built the meeting around this essentially. So that's it's going to be the biggest podcaster meeting anywhere. Yeah. So I, <laughs> as a host, I was so embarrassed. So I remember walking into the podcast lounge and I didn't fully embrace or even realize how intense some of these setups were going to be. How, so could, Justin, how could you know? I know Justin went over and, he, and apparently he's <laughs> way he's even more over the top for 2018 already. So they had they had lights and yeah. they had like cameras set up and mm-hmm. Justin had a, a full bar set up mm-hmm. and and they had a panel with everybody wearing head, like professional headphones mm-hmm. and you know and like this desk like sports center where everybody was sitting. Oh yeah, and they, like, they also had they also had a backdrop with the the logo on and everything. Like <laughs> and then and the dental guys the same thing. They had a full on like lighting, audio yeah, and visual yeah, setup did, and did. lighting mm-hmm. and everything. Um, who was it in the front? Uh, the upper the front left there. Um, Bilal, right you, the the passionate dentist had like a had like a little a teeny booth. Like a little yeah. a little booth that he was interviewing people in, so for for the acoustics. Um, so imagine all of this, and then they had like a round table, like a cocktail table, it, like uh, with my name on it, said the dental premier on on a little card, mm-hmm. and I had my tiny little Zoom H six mm-hmm. and three microphones and my my earbuds in. Mm-hmm. That was like the extent of my whole setup. It was kind of embarrassing. I brought I brought my I, I brought my setup and never got it set up. I I never got yeah. it set up. So that's I have to remedy that because. I mean, mind you, yeah, we're we're the hosts. We're going to have to, but but I think what's going to happen is a lot of this stuff is going to go on after hours or whatever. I think we're we're still hammering out the details, but I think it's just going to be kind of a free for all. And what's cool is the the podcast lounge is going to be big enough where I have to say there were a lot of people that were like, well, what about the acoustics? What about you know like. With all the people there listening, you're like, yeah, but you know what? That sort of added to the ambiance, having a little. Oh, bit. it was so cool! All the episodes from yours and and Justin's that I was listening to, I loved it. Yeah, with, with the low hum in the background and people like laughing and people doing cheers and clinking, and that was so cool. I thought that added to the charm. I agree. Of the whole thing. I totally agree. The whole thing, the whole thing was kind of. I mean, I look back. I've never been to a meeting like that of any sort that had the kind of magic that that does. I'm really hoping that it's that that way again because for no one, no one, the hosts. The podcasters, the speakers, no one knew what to expect from this thing. And no, I think it was better than we all could have even hoped for. And I, I do. I feel like there's so much potential for this because we got this really – I don't know if we're supposed to be leaking speakers. So I'm going I'm to leave that to you whether we should say – but we got this crazy speaker lineup. Like, I say I say we leak a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I, why, don't, why don't you leak a little bit and I'll leak a little bit. It seems like I talk a lot about retraction. Usually I'm talking about getting the gums out of the way so you can get a good impression or a scan. But you know what? There's another kind of retraction that a lot of times dentists don't realize that they can do better with. The Comfort View Lip and Cheek Retractor is something that I have started using more recently in the last year or so. Now, I have a mess of these things around the office because I use them for photography and I like to use them when I'm doing a 
exam in the microscope and hygiene. But here's the thing. Since I started scanning, I found it to be really, really vital. Um, basically, it holds the lips and cheeks out of the way so you can get in there. And, and I've never used one that's as easy to place and is comfortable for the patient. They have these little bumpers on them that kind of hold the upper and lower lip out of the way and forward. Uh, it's kind of ingenious. It's reusable. It's, you know, it, it's something you can sterilize and clean, but you don't have to throw out a, an expensive piece of equipment every time you use it. I really like the things, and I keep them around everywhere. It's like I find good reasons to use them for all kinds of things. We can use them in hygiene sometimes. It's really a slick little instrument. The Comfort View Lip and Cheek Retractor from Premier. You really should give these a try. I think you'll like them. I'm going to post a picture of myself wearing one on the Dental Hacks Nation coming up, and I'll do it in the the Alameda Experience Facebook group, too, just so you can see what it looks like on a gigantic mouth like myself. Premier Dental Products, inspired solutions for daily dentistry. Okay, there's a couple that I'm super excited about that I can't believe we got. Uh, We have have Dr. Jameson Spencer, who is pretty much the man in sleep apnea and TMJ treatment in the United States. I've not heard of any... Anyone who who and he's coming. He's coming to our little meeting. It's like he's like yeah, the I have, superstar. I, I just got. I just got. I just got goosebumps when you said that. I know, he's right? A, he's a big name. That's that's kind of a big deal for it's a, a tiny little show. Like and our, he's coming. Yeah. And here's my thing. Now I know he's going to be in in whatever big spot he's in is going to be the spot. Everyone's going to listen. But here's my thing, and I got to talk to him about this. I, I mean, I think he's going to make himself. I think the idea is you make yourself available to be interviewed on top of it. So like here. Not only will they have uh, you know a, a, sh- a shortish talk, like an hour talk or something like that, but my thought process is if we can keep them around and get them get them interviewing. You know, that's the thing. That's uh, it's such a huge thing. Like like who knew that? I don't know. So that's a huge name that I'm really excited about. We have a million names that to be to be excited about. But the, who? What's one that you're really psyched about? Well, I mean. I I, th- I think one of the pleasant surprises of last year, and, and especially for you, was uh, he's a buddy of mine, and I hate to to start with a good friend of mine, but Brady Frank, Doctor Brady Frank, mm-hmm. is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And last year he was a signature sponsor. This year he's going to be on the main stage as a speaker. He's really evolved into kind of uh, more of a business mm-hmm. uh, mentor guy. Um, but uh, like when I, he's come to, he's spoken at every single one of my dental success summits, mm-hmm. all five in a row. And he talks about something different every time. He's spoken specifically about implants and and uh, bone grafting one year, mm-hmm. and then the next year he was just talking about transitions. This year he's just talking about DSOs and multiple practice ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he brings the house down. People just—he's a love super him. talented speaker. Like honestly, he, he, really he could speak on anything because he's he's like he's a very talented speaker. I don't know if that's like a natural thing or if he rehearses that, but he's he's a I mean he's a he's a very good speaker. He's a really good speaker. Yeah, he's got that kind of uh, Andy Griffith kind of aw shucks kind of guy too. Yeah, but, but he's like, a powerhouse. But, yeah, but he's a powerhouse. He mm-hmm. he owns multiple humongous companies, and and then of course my buddy David Maloli will be there. Mm-hmm. He had such a great address last he really, year. He really, he really did. He really did something special last year. That was he did. He did. He he was very vulnerable. He I got a, a little preview of, of that at the at the uh, practice on fire meeting that I went to the, that year prior to him. He's he uh, he sneaks up on you. That's not what you're expecting. He is he is really vulnerable. That's and actually, you know, that's sort of my shtick too. When I do my addiction stuff, and he was he was definitely he kind of has that figured out. He's it's not just about business for him. It's about living better. So it's very cool. Yeah, give me just one more. And of course, we have Dr. Justin Moody. He's a great speaker. Mm-hmm. We have 
Dr. Jason Lipscomb, Dr. Alan Mead, I'll be getting up and speaking a little bit. I am happy that you guys probably heard this, people, if you're listening to my podcast, because we're broadcasting this on the Alan Mead Experience and the Dentalpreneur Podcast. Mm-hmm. But I recently interviewed uh, Vicki McManus. You guys interviewed her yeah. podcast style yeah. from, the, from the stage last year. I get to do that this year. Yep. She is a great interview. She's she hilarious. Well, she's the nice thing about interviewing someone who's such a pro is that like you, you don't need to do very much. <laughs> she's she's good yeah. at this stuff. She does this all the time. But yeah, she was really fun. She was great. That'll be a really that'll be really cool because because we sort of um we click in a different way in some ways, you know? Like, I don't know, that that's exciting too, but the other the other one I'm going to drop here is that um this is someone I brought in and I'm very excited about. If you've Listen to the Dental Hacks podcast. You know that Dr. Don Kulingowski is on a lot. She's uh, she's someone who is um, she can kind of carry the podcast because she's got great opinions about lots of stuff. But she and uh, Suzanne Robinson, who's the um, who's been on multiple times, they're kind of um, they're all about living life better. And I got them on because I'm thinking to myself, we have a huge following in the Dental Hacks that love them. They're going to be great too. They're new as as speakers together. But they're they're going to be – we got some really cool, interesting stuff. We're kind of all over the place. And this is just a little bit. There's lots more than that too. But it's Oh, my just, gosh, you guys. It's going to be so – it's going to be so cool. I'm so excited about it this is. meeting. It's going to be – and this meeting is, is – um, I was laughing a little bit too because like I'm thinking to myself, how do people who put meetings together like this, what's the best way to get the word out about these meetings? Like yeah. like like probably magazine ads and maybe mailers and uh, you know like I suppose on the internet some but I'm thinking to myself this is hilarious we have it made because <laughs> we we have our the reason we're there is because we have a platform right so it's like what happens is it draws people that are like you if you're listening to this you are a certain kind of person and I don't mean to say bad things about you or good things about you but if you're listening to this you are the kind of person that has decided to go out of their way to download dental nerd talk in your ears so if you're thinking of going to this meeting understand that everyone else that's thinking of going to this meeting already has a lot in common with you and that's i think that might be why there was so much magic because like everyone there was kind of like-minded enough to think yeah it's worth my time to have these people in my brain you know while i'm driving to work or exercising or whatever so we have a certain podcast tribe that we're drawing from we don't have to put a magazine article in because magazine articles would be or you know like a magazine ad they would that'd be fine but the kind of person that's going to really like this meeting is already listening to podcasts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I got asked to speak at this event, I want to say, three weeks ago in Vegas. I'm not going to say who paid for me to be there, but it was it was a, lar- a large-ish event. And um, I was like, how many people here have heard the podcast? Alan, not one person raised ooh, their ooh, hand. Ooh, that I would swear be... to God. So I spent the next 15 minutes trying to explain what the podcast was, what a podcast is. Yeah. And, um, you know, what we cover on the podcast. And then I got into my normal spiel when I talk about business and overhead mm-hmm. control and mm-hmm. customization and stuff like that. But, but that was strange. And I've, I've spoken at probably, I don't know, 25 dental schools. And I have the same experience many times where I'll go into a business club meeting, uh, a, like a dental school business club meeting. How many of you have listened to the podcast? Some schools, 100% of the audience raises their hands. Some schools, None. three. Yeah. Three yeah. out of 100. And, it seems like you know, it'd be. It seems like dental students would be shooting fish in a barrel, but but apparently it it really isn't. I, I, it, I, it's hit or miss. It depends on the philosophy of the actual school itself, and if you have the people that are the outliers that are finding this stuff and introducing it to the rest of their their 
schoolmates, you know? Yeah, well, apparently class- some dental schools are because we had uh, basically the, the life and dentistry guys basically decided they wanted to do a podcast at the Voices of Dentistry meeting last year. When they oh, those realized guys are great. This is something- we have to have them. Oh yeah, them back. oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I might, well, I already know that they already told me when I was on their show last week that they're playing, they're coming. So we're going to be seeing lots of them as well. But I, I just laugh because it is. It's like there's a certain kind of person, and that's the kind of person we're looking for. And and I don't feel like we have to look very hard when we're talking about it on a podcast episode because you're already listening to podcasts. I already know that part about you. So um, yeah, so y- these are our people. Exactly. Like you guys are listening to this podcast because you're a podcast fan. So. These are our people. What I was trying to get at is that, you know, when I go to those meetings and nobody raises their hands, I I have to work a lot harder and I don't feel as comfortable in that Mm -hmm. room. When we have this particular event, these are the people that I want to be around. Mm -hmm. These are the people that you guys want to be around because they're much like you. It's just it's it's a very, very cool feeling that everybody kind of is on the same page. We're all speaking the same language. That's exactly right. That's that's essentially what it was. Um, I'm, I laugh a little too, because anyone who's, anyone who's made it as far as like, yeah, I'll buy a ticket for something like this is already kind of all in on, on this stuff. You know, it's like yeah. there, and I, I giggled cause I remember looking out, like I made a point of making sure everyone was, if they wanted to be, was introduced with their podcast theme music if they had it. And the coolest yeah, thing was, was, cool. was seeing, was, was cool. seeing, was seeing people's recognition like when, when, you know, like when we started the brain trust, we had the brain trust music and it was cool because there were a lot of people that write. Some people didn't because some people don't, don't listen to, you know, they don't listen to every one of them necessarily. But it was, it was fun to have that, like that sort of an identifier as a tribe. So we do. We, we have a podcast tribe and we're definitely, we're definitely, that's what this meeting is for. So again, it's January 26th and 27th in Scottsdale at this amazing Double Tree Resort, uh, voicesofdentistry.com. September 18th is D Day, people. 300 bucks. You want to save 300 bucks. If you're going to go anyhow, you might as well save 300 bucks, right? So just do it. Just go sign up now. And, uh, and then we'll, we will see you in January for sure. And you know, what's going to happen, Alan? What's that? On the 17th, yeah. about midday, <laughs> all the order, all, all the people are going to start. I hope registering. so. I hope so. Cause it is, I mean, this is the best deal going right now. And then, and then yeah. like, because I think that it's an for that's pretty cheap for CE on any standard, you know, and it's good yeah. CE, and it's frankly people are they like to pick up sixteen hours of CE, but the reality is people aren't going to come for the CE; they're going to come because these, these are their people, you know. So just yeah. understand this: it's it's time, you know. Go ahead and do it; it's time. You don't have to feel weird about it because uh, it's gonna it's gonna continue to grow. If you were there last time, I, we did a poll right afterwards, and we had an overwhelming number of people saying they would do it again. So okay. When you said that, remember, it's time. Do it now. Save your 300 bucks. <laughs> I mean, everyone I said they were going to do it again. And honestly, I think Scottsdale is, is an easier sell in a lot of ways because it's super easy. Well, it's easy to get to Nashville, too, but it's super easy to get to Phoenix. And it's January where it's going to be – the weather is going to be good because it's Arizona. 70 degrees. Yeah, exactly. 70 degrees on average on that date. I looked it up in the almanac. I'm super excited because I won't be tempted to drive from my house like I was this time. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, I had that a minivan full of gear. You stopped by Sean Vandeviver's yeah. house to pick up, pick up more, more gear that we didn't use. Awesome. I, <laughs> and T-shirts. I, I, I did, <laughs> we had, I had a van full of gear that I didn't use. <laughs> awesome. That was cool. No, I, I could have flown and been comfortable. No, I drove. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not going to try and drive to Arizona. There you go. There you have it. So. Well, cool. Hey, you're going to be out in my neck of the woods, what, in October? Make sure make sure we... Yeah, yeah, grab, yeah, yeah. It's October. It's a BioClear Summit. It's early October. And I'm definitely going to... Maybe I'll take some pictures and maybe we can podcast from the venue or something like that just, yeah, just to get an idea of fun. it. But but for that, but, but if fun. you wait till that long, you've already blown 300 bucks, people. 
So just trust us on this. It's going to be worth it for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. So, so I do have... you mind if I ask you a couple questions? Yeah, go before, for it. Go for it. Because your people already know this, but my people don't. Okay. So everybody that's listening to the to my voice on the Dentalpreneur podcast has probably heard of or listened to the Dental Hacks podcast. Great, incredible podcast. I listen to it regularly. Um, so what's the story with the Alan Mead experience? I think fewer people know about your second podcast, the one that we're on right now. The Alan Mead experience is, uh, first off, can you believe a guy would be so grandiose as to put his own name in a dental podcast, right? <laughs> I, I, I did it. I did it because it's, it's sort of, it's, I did that very tongue in cheek. Just, you know, I, I, I think it's, um, here's my thing. I, when I did it, I wasn't sure it was even going to work. You know, I wanted to try something. The dental hacks is a great podcast. I love it. It is a podcast of, if I could design a podcast to listen to as a dentist, that's what it would be because we have not only, you know, opinion leaders and interesting people that we interview, but we also do roundtables where we get regular schlub dentists talking about real stuff all the time. So it's, it's got a little of everything. The Alan Mead experience is more about what it's like to be a dentist instead of how to be a better dentist. Maybe that's the way. So in other words, I, I do talk about dentistry stuff and I, and I do talk about clinical stuff, but I also talk about what, what it's like. You know, yes, I keep it dental people, but I'm, I'm more interested in the stories, the backstory. So it was more of a storytelling thing. It was more of a conversation than a um, an interview or a roundtable about a topic. The topics can kind of go anywhere. The other thing, it's shorter. It's 45 minutes. We, we aim for 45 minutes or so, about 50 minutes, something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's live to tape. I hit record, and we just go. So there's less editing. It's a little bit, it's a little bit more like a – someone described it as a morning radio show because I have all the silly sound effects, but uh, which I don't use all that much. I'm going to use some on you in a little while, but um, – <laughs> I wish I was as technical as you, dude. I, I, I mean, I literally record my my thing and then hand my recorder to Ashley. She gets it to the editor, and all I, I don't know anything. I, about I this actually, stuff. I swear to God, if you could get paid enough to do it, I'd just be an audio editor. I freaking love it. Like I'm sitting in this little control station right now. It's insane. <laughs> Looking at the waveforms as they're being printed on the, it's so cool. Anyhow, I'm but, actually looking at a picture of you on Skype right now. That's that's my view. That's right horrifying. Now. I don't even it's, know what picture you have. I'm afraid. So you said nobody's ever called you hot. You're hot. Hot. There you go. So the, yeah. So the Alan Mead experience was a little bit more. And I've heard I've gotten criticism for it. To tell you the truth, because they're like, well, we're here to hear dental stuff. We're not here to. I, I get, there's a million podcasts I can listen to that's just conversation, and I'm okay yeah. with that. Um, I, that hurt at first. I'm like, ah, you know what? There's an ass for every saddle, right? So I'm going to, whatever, it, it might not be for everyone, but for me, I'm really enjoying it. And I do have, what's funny is I have my own little tribe of Alan Mead experience people. Cause yeah, they listen to the dental hacks, but there's a few people that like this more. And I think it's because like, I'm pretty real on the dental hacks. I'm really real on the Alan Mead experience because it's just me in my basement. So whatever comes up is sort of what happens. You know, it's, it's the sure. dental hacks is a little bit more produced, which is not bad. I mean, like in other words, the segments are a little bit more, more produced. The, and we do it in a certain way. This is a little bit more freeform. So I'm, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Got I will it. say, Got I it. will say my, my jealousy of you in the iTunes rankings, I actually changed in iTunes. I changed the name. I called it the Alan Mead dental experience. Because we oh, weren't coming. Dental I know, there, right? I, th- I think so. Like I, I should know this thing, but so I didn't change the logo or anything. We'll see. Maybe, but I'm I'm gonna try so I can bust into the bust into the rankings. I don't know that people really search iTunes for podcasts, but there you have it. I think they do. I think they do. I think people, especially from different countries, do. Yeah, because my yeah. my country my country um, listenership is high. Uh-huh. But you know, I mean, that's people say I have 140 countries, which we do, but. 
some of them have been downloaded, you know, 16 times sure. in, in sure, Angola. I know. I know. You know? But still, somebody in Angola is actually listening, but maybe 16 times total. Yeah. And I have 188 shows, you know. And so. the other thing, sometimes those country things are buggy because the dental hacks, uh, I'm, I'm going into the dental hacks right now. I'm going to get some stats because uh, we have, like, we're huge in, in Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> like like there was a time clearly it was some kind of a bot or something like that but we were getting thousands of downloads from trinidad and i'm like there can't be that many dentists in trinidad and tobago it just doesn't make any sense to me just super funny uh, okay that is hilarious i know yeah, I, I know right like our top countries are united states canada uh australia united kingdom trinidad and tobago well the dental hacks podcast geez. has over twelve thousand downloads from trinidad and tobago i think that's probably a bug but then we then New Zealand. So yeah, we have it's, it's sort of the uh, I think it's maybe the English like heavy English speaking countries are probably our our bailiwick. That's actually good. You know, uh, New Zealand only has like five thousand dentists, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that means that you have a pretty good footprint there. If if a significant number of your listenership comes from there, that's pretty cool. Well, we have we have a total downloads from New Zealand of of all the show over three years four thousand three hundred seventy one. So maybe one download per dentist in New Zealand is all all we have. I don't know. That's all you need. Yeah, that's, that's right. all you need, man. That's, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I it is it is funny being a dent being a, a dental podcaster that way is funny. I I will tell you. Oh, I do you have you had you said you had another another. Uh, do you have any other questions on that end no i think they'll come up i, I had two but but uh, i don't write anything down, i have a, so. i have a question for you and um yeah sure and so i'm <laughs> the alan mead experience fly on the wall all right mark you're no you're known for you're known for business acumen you're known for multiple practices you're, here's my question for you okay if you were stranded on a desert island and Ooh, you like could only do one dental procedure for the rest of your life. What is it? Oh, that's easy. It would be single unit crown or crown and bridge. Okay. Okay. That that's I literally don't need to think and that that's my wheelhouse right there. Um not super into molarendo, although I can do it. Um I can take out any tooth that you throw at me, but sometimes that gets stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but crown and bridge to me is the most predictable procedure. I actually enjoy doing it. I'm fast at it. I'm good at it. That's hands down. There you answer. go. Are you do, so, cause you're so known as the business side of things. It's a lot of times the clinical stuff doesn't come up as much. So that's interesting. So you're, you are probably like me at sort of a, you, you appreciate the bread and butter stuff. Like I if, absolutely do. If you not, had not, a, not 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 class two composites, if you want to consider class two composites yeah, I, bread and butter, I love I, like I love that. I love class two composites, but I'm a freak. We all that know way. that about you. Alan. I know. I'm we a freak that, that way. I, I understand that that's not normal. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to lie to you. The, the I single unit single unit indirects are a blast. Um, especially, but okay. So I, I put this up on the Dental Hacks Nation yesterday, and I didn't get that much. P- uh, what do you think the percentage of patients are? You got you got to put a percentage of a hundred percent patients okay. that are easy to work on and a pleasure to work on, which is to say they don't complain, they open real big, they tolerate. I'm not talking about getting them to pay. I'm not talking about just talking about clinically ease of work on. What's the percentage of super easy, tolerable, and then go out of their way to make it difficult for you? What are the percentages? I put some percentages out there. I want to hear what your percentages are. Okay, so super easy. Yeah tolerable and very difficult. Is mm-hmm. that how it goes? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I think that if you're going to put, I'm going to cheese out on this a little bit. If you're going to put the super easy and the toler- 
tolerable together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a high percentage, mm-hmm. and that's going to surprise most people. I think it's like 80%. Mm-hmm. Because I think that dentists remember the 20% of shit that we get mm-hmm. more than we remember the 80% of tolerable stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's life in general, right? Mm-hmm. So if I get eight people praising me as the best dentist, never felt a thing, I love you, hugs, mm-hmm. bring bring chocolate chip cookies and brownies to my office. If mm-hmm. eight out of 10 people did that, mm-hmm. I remember the two people that, that told me that I did a poor job. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is true. That's real. That's real. And may, so maybe any stats you come up with, especially if you're not measuring them, if you're just going by feelings are probably, but my, my numbers, my numbers were, if you put really easy and tolerable together, I had 60%. I said, I said 20, okay. 20 are really easy. 40 are tolerable, but I think 40% of our dental patients go out of their way to be tough. Now, whether they do it on purpose or not is, is a whole other story, but like I am, I want to invent a way to unhitch people. Remember when you were in dental school and you had type they had those little springs like, <laughs> yeah. like you could kind of, if you really wanted, you could kind of unhook the springs. Why can't people <laughs> unhook the springs? If you could just open for me. Like, if that's the only limitation, I'll even take a tongue that's combative. Uh, you can open your damn mouth, right? I mean, I, and I, yeah, I only came up the whole, just take the mandible off completely yeah, exactly, when you're working exactly. on it. Yeah. I mean, that, that would, but, but like, it comes down to like literally one of the reasons that so many dentists get into sedation dentistry is because patients are, patients are intolerable with this stuff in a lot of cases. Yes, it, that's true. And I mean, I, I don't, and I don't do sedation dentistry. So what happens is the people who are intolerable just drive me crazy. I had a kid in yesterday. And this was when this was right when I put these numbers up on on the Dental Hacks Nation. Who, okay. I, I'd worked on him earlier in the week, and he was a nightmare. He's always been a nightmare. He I he can open, he just won't open. How but old is he? He's like sixteen or something, and he's got oh. in approximately K coming out his ears. And and um and I put a rubber dam on him at the last second in in the this appointment. He really tolerated it quite well on the lower, but he's, he was numb as hell on the lower. So I'm like, okay, we got an upper left quadrant. We're going to do it. I put the rubber dam on him, and actually he did quite well with that. He didn't like it, but he did quite well with it. But even with a rubber dam on, his tongue was pushing through the rubber dam. Like I had this little teeny tiny area to work on. I'm like, he's 16 years old, and all I'm thinking of is, dude, your life is going to be so horrible. If this is the worst thing you have to deal with, your life is going to suck. You're going to have so – life is terrible for you. I just, oh, I think I, that all the time. I think that all the time with patients. Like, yeah. how do you deal with the rest of the stresses in your life if this is like yeah. so incredibly unbearable? I know, I know, and it's and, and I get that. I, I I have to steal from from the uh, Dawn Kulingowski, who like I, I, we talk about this stuff all the time, and she's convinced that the whole sedation dentistry thing is. <laughs> she's like, they don't need sedation. They need therapy. They need therapy. <laughs> Their life is messed. They need help with their life if dentistry is that hard. She's like, you need two occlusal composites, and you are risking your life with sedation so you can do two occlusal composites? You're like, this is crazy. (laughs) I Uh, I tend to agree with her to some extent. Now, I know sedation dentists are rolling over in their graves thinking about these things, but it is. I I think these are the things I think about. And then on the other hand, on the other hand, I think to myself, maybe sedation's the way to go. Like, if if your dog has anything wrong with them at all. Like if they have a cut on their ear that needs to be sewed up, you know what? They sedate him. Oh, they sedate my dog to give it to, to clean his teeth. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself and I'm thinking to myself if, I mean, I think maybe you could hold a dog to, to, to sew their ear up and they're like, nope, we don't do that. So I'm thinking to myself, but yet we ask six year olds to hold still for us to give them shots in the mouth. So it's like, it's like, I can totally see both sides of this. I mind you, I don't, 
uh, pedo is something I can do without. I do as little of that as possible. Um, oh, I don't know how my, my, my colleagues do it and they love it. I, I mean, I guess if you, if you master, people. if you master anything and they're, they're sedating, you know, 90% of their patients and I guess, I guess you just get good at it. Yeah. But I mean, you know, my, my buddy, Dr. Ryan Brown here in town, he is like, he, he sends back these kids and this work is just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It's like, holy cow, never seen anything so pretty. Mm -hmm. Like his interproximal, his interproximal fillings are just nicer than mine are on adults. Mm -hmm. And you know, the adults are sitting still and yeah. they're not sitting. It's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I, I totally admire people that have that skill set. It's just not me at all. I, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm right there too. I'm right there too. So I'm, I am, I am definitely, uh, I am just as straight arrow run of the mill dentistry guy. Like I said, I, I like taking teeth out. I don't, I don't do anything too crazy with taking teeth out. I'll take them out. Um, I can't, removable drives me crazy. I actually just brought my dad in who, who's retired to do my removable. What do you, how do you like them apples? So, I like that. We'll I like see. that. Hey, check this out. Like, I don't know if you ever heard this story. So my senior year, I, my junior year, I finished, I was lucky enough to have finished all my clinical requirements at the end of my junior year. Oh, you're one of those I, guys. Yeah. My senior year, they had this You and Moody thing. both, by the way. Yeah. It's no, it's <laughs> yeah, no wonder. He, but he went on to progress and become an incredible surgeon. I that that never really interested I had me. To, I was a, I was what they called at the University of Minnesota a super senior, super, which is to say oh, I didn't did. I didn't finish my <laughs> clinical requirements in time. I had to stay later. <laughs> yeah, but look at you now, Alan. Yeah, look yeah, at look now. at me now, exactly. So they had this thing that they were um, experimenting with at Marquette the year that I was there, and then the the year before, and the year that I was there, and then they discontinued it, of course. But um, they were allowing some of the instructors in the class to have externs externs at their offices, and for whatever reason, we legally were able to perform dentistry under their general supervision in their private practices. Oh my gosh! So I got hired at a Medicaid clinic from one of the uh, instructors. And I took out teeth and did dentures my entire senior year, probably eight to ten patients per day. Oh my god! Three to three to five extractions at a time. Wow! Um, so I I got really good at extractions. I could take out pretty much any teeth. That was probably the best learning experience of my entire oh, dental man. career. It's 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 my thing, man. It's all about reps. It's all about it reps. About after reps. after a while, if you can, and that's one of the reasons that the bread and butter dentistry. So because I do a lot of that stuff. So it's I mean it does become. Reps make everything predictable. I swear to God, I think I could do brain surgery if I had enough reps and if I wasn't oh, afraid of cutting people's heads open. But besides that, like <laughs> I, I do, and I mean, reps is great unless you're doing crappy reps. <laughs> if, you, if you're doing repeating over and over again horrible technique or whatever, well, then that just means you're good at doing something poorly. But So do you ever, I'm sure that you're the type of person that doesn't ever disparage another clinician when you get, you know, their their patient in the chair. I never, I mean, that's just a policy in our office. Mm -hmm. We never say anything out loud negative about anybody else's dental work because mm -hmm. you don't know. You don't mm -hmm. know if that patient was thrashing around or if, if they refused to sit down. Better, still than, or that, whatever. You, you better than that. You may find out. <laughs> that's that's right. Thing. You may find out exactly why it turned out that way. Yeah, that's right. But do you ever think to yourself, look, I can do a crown prep, a good crown prep like in like 12 to 18 minutes. Mm -hmm. And this person that I'm looking at, the, this prep and this overhang look, I mean, how fast were they doing it? And mm -hmm. do they know that if they would have spent 90 extra seconds with the right technique, they could have made this thing look perfect. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what goes through the heads of some clinicians. And mm -hmm. is it, is it in the sake of time or they never were trained properly or they just don't, they, 
just don't know any better. I, I just it, I, I wonder those sorts of things when I, I see some cases. I know. And, I, and I, I, almost always, I almost always default to who I'm about to find out why this was so hard. And then occasionally, right, I, I mean, I almost because I, I almost want to give my colleagues the benefit of the doubt, unless sure. it's unless it's patients coming from an office you've seen over and over again, you might be able to generalize. But I, again, there's no there's never been an upside to saying anything horrible about another dentist. It's not you know it's not been there's never been an upside for that. So I, I yeah, don't do either. But yeah, I, zero upside. I I try really hard to just not be that guy for the for the patient in the next office. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be like, oh my god, <laughs> couldn't he have spent a little longer on? On the margin here, something like that. Yeah. I try hard not to be that way. For All sure. right, Mark, I have a policy of trying not to go over here. So we could go on and on, clearly. And uh, But let's just say this. I know I'm going to see you in January at the Voices of Dentistry. I may see you sooner than that, maybe at the venue. But uh, one last thing. Go buy your ticket, Voices of Dentistry. Voicesofdentistry.com, January 26th, 27th in Scottsdale. Not too far from where Mark lives. And uh, Mark, thank you so much for being on the Alamy Experience. Appreciate it. It's been my pleasure, buddy. Thank you for everything you do for our profession, bud. All right. If you have any questions or comments about the Allen Meat Experience, drop me a line at Allen, A-L-A-N, at the Allen Meat Experience, and uh, I'll get right back to you. And go to iTunes or podcast app, uh, the, the podcast app, app in iOS. Leave me a review. Leave me five stars. I want to be as big as Mark someday. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening.